This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, what's going on? I'm talking with Jared from Rivers and Nile. I've been stoked uh, to talk to you for a while, man, because we put uh, together every year. We put together a year end like top albums list, and and when the, where the owls know your, your name was it was a top album a few years back. This album highly anticipated coming out. Uh, the work is coming out September 24th on Metal Blade. Uh, so congratulations on on all your hard work in, in in gearing up for this new record, man. Thank you, thank you very much. Were you? Yeah. Did you feel at all like uh, some kind of pressure to uh, because that was kind of like a uh, a breakthrough record for you guys? I'd say it really put you guys on the map as far as like you know prog and 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 metal out there. Did you guys feel a lot of pressure on this one? Yeah, I'd say so, since it's a follow-up to, to Owls, and, and we were also very, we were very nervous to put that one out, because that was more prog, mm-hmm. um, and that was my first album with them, and this is my second album with Rivers, so I'm happy to be a part of it, And uh, but yeah, um, we were, we are a little nervous to release it, you know, it's, it's completely different than the others, uh, and you know. A lot has changed, so <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. Well, I mean, you you guys had a lot of people talking when when you put some some saxophone in there, and and now you're listening to we're listening to the new one. It's called Clean, the first single, and uh, uh-huh. you know there's some a little bit of uh, some synth in there. Um, you guys, so you said you're kind of going even more in the in the prog way, or yeah, yeah, awesome um yeah it's it's gonna go pretty proggy <laughs> um 
Yeah, I mean, like messing with uh, old influences from the seventies that our parents like grew up on and and passed down to us to listen to. Uh, kind of just incorporating that into our music and adding more of that into modern death metal, I guess, and mixing them together. Would I be spoiling anything if I asked if there's saxophone on this album? Um, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> um, I guess depending on when the podcast comes out or when the video comes out, but uh, I don't know. Get ready for a lot of surprises. Okay. You know? Okay. Surprises and fun stuff. <laughs> nice. And well, I mean, you know, nothing's out of the realm of possibility if you say we're going into the 70s style groove of uh, prog rock and stuff. So that's yeah. cool. Anything's possible. Absolutely, man. I like that. Um, <laughs> so uh, um, was this album recorded during the pandemic? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was recorded uh, November of 2021. So it was a little bit after uh, the protests, and it was during the election. So it was very nerve-wracking. Chaotic time. Yeah, and it was actually like during the peak of COVID mm -hmm. uh, cases, I believe. If um, So we were all wearing masks. We were all in separate rooms. We all stayed in hotels. Uh, and we quarantined like crazy. Um, and even like being at the airport was weird since I live across the country from them. Uh, just the whole experience, the whole month of recording was, yeah, crazy to say the least. Uh, but we got it done. So. <laughs> so you said you live in a, di a different part of the country than the other guys? Yeah. Where do you yeah. live? I live in Reno, Nevada. Okay. Uh, and the rest of the dudes live on the East Coast, uh, Long Island, New York, uh, Reading, Pennsylvania, yep. and uh, Richmond, Virginia. So they're all over there. So, uh, you know, uh, obviously you, you have a, a, quite a, a resume as far as metal um, goes. And, and um, were you, how did you get in contact with the guys from Rivers to, to join the band? As you say, um, Owls was the first album that you played on, but they had been going for quite a while before then. Um, were you friends with them or did you just audition for the band? I, I auditioned uh, a mutual friend of ours, Brett from Revocation, hooked us up um, sure. and, and Brett, found out they needed a drummer. So he hit up my brother and uh, my brother met Brett like long before I did. I was, I met him when I was on tour with my brother's band in 2015. Uh, so I'll turn off notifications. So um, yeah, he, he, we were living together at the time, my brother and I, and he's like, if you uh, want to try out for this band, they need a drummer. If you, if you're not going to do it, I will. And I was already a fan of Rivers, so I tried out. Um, I talked to Brody for a little bit. He asked me to learn Dehydrate and Monarchy off of Monarchy. And uh, I wasn't working at the time, so I just, you know, learned both songs in 24 hours and sent him a video. And he's like, well, you're in to fill in. If you want the job, it's yours. So I took it yeah. and then did a tour with them. And then after that, they'd asked me to join. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, and here we are, thankfully. Hell yeah, man. And, and that yeah. was a good time to, to, 
to join the band and, 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 and write that record and record that record. And now, you know, you guys are doing pretty well for yourselves, at least it seems like from the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. I, I, I believe so too. And uh, yeah, we're all happy. So just doing what we want musically and then getting out there and these tours are going to be real fun because we've all, you know, been waiting for it. So a little too long, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, you kind of hinted there waiting too long and, and you guys are typically a band that's on tour a lot. Um, and, yeah. uh, what, um, so for, for anyone looking at in, in, they might be like, Oh man, it must be so sick to be in this metal band and, and, you know, always touring and stuff. But, but this much downtime, what did you do to fill your time? Do you have like a, a not so glorious day job? Do you have a family you take care of? What did you do to, um, you know, kind of fill your time and keep yourself at least a semblance of sane during this uh, time, aside from um, recording the album, of course. I tried to practice as much as possible. Uh, I did at the beginning take like two to three months off from drumming mm-hmm. completely, which, uh, yeah, it was, it was tough, man. Like I just didn't feel safe whatsoever. And sure. I didn't know what to do. And I kind of went crazy. So, uh, didn't want to do anything musically. Um, and then, uh, once that was over, I mean, I kept working cause I was an essential worker. I was working for one 800 got junk and then, okay. uh, uh, just like junk removal, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and then I ended up picking up a, uh, job that I've worked on and off for like six years, just working at a local brewery. Um, okay. that was fun. Yeah. Um, what else? Hanging out with friends, uh, that, we were all safe and stuff like that. Got our, mm-hmm. got our vaccine. Um, I went camping a lot. Nice. That helps, you know, get level headed and, uh, have a nice restart and stuff like that. And I think that's about it. Well, what's yeah. the, what's the, um, what was your kind of like, uh, what kind of scene did you grow up in as far as like Reno? Um, y- you grew up in Reno. Is that right? Yep. Yep, born and raised. Were you going to a lot of uh, metal shows growing up, punk shows? I know there's a kind of a notorious straight edge hardcore scene there for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I grew up playing shows there. Uh, played in local bands here, and I uh, played in a metalcore band, and I played in an instrumental technical death metal band for a while, and then um, we had, we got a vocalist for a little bit, and then became instrumental again. Um, yeah, we'd go to shows all the time. Straight Edge was very, very big. Uh, yeah. People hardcore dancing, fighting each other, riots and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, it was crazy to see and be a part of the shows. And um, yeah, the soundtrack and, for that. <laughs> uh, it's an intense Batman song, I guess, yeah. like Gotham City stuff. <laughs> I don't know exactly. Uh, so. Um, what, what was the, um, if you, if you could pinpoint, was there a, uh, was there a drummer, a band or a time that you remember being influenced to, to pick up the drums? What, what made you want to pick up the drums? You said your brother, was he, is he your older brother? Is he a musician? Yeah. Yeah. He's older than me by 10 and a half years. Uh, he, he, um, it actually inspired me to like pick up a guitar and I did for, a couple of weeks okay. uh, when I was when I was in um, third or fourth grade, I want to say. Uh, so I ended up 
picking up guitar for a couple of weeks and then I just wasn't into it too much. And then, uh, I picked up drums when I was nine or 10. Um, yeah, after that, cause my dad, uh, he inspired me to play drums and he did two world tours with Engelbert Humperdinck back in the day. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so that inspired me, and uh, my mom inspired me to sing. She used to tour uh, with her band, and that's how, um, yeah, my mom and my brother's dad got together. They were they were in a band together, and they toured for a while. So yeah, everybody, wow. everybody, everybody in the family is you know we're all into music and touring, and everybody's very understanding. Um, so that's yeah, pretty cool musical family. Yep. Yep. What did your folks think of the music that you were playing? Like the metal and the, the technical stuff or technical death metal? Or they, uh, did they approve or were they like thumbs down? They approved my, my dad's all for it. Uh, he, he's, he comes from a funk and jazz background cool. basically. Uh, so, you know, he's like, you know, stoked about it. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, at first, my mom wasn't down. Uh, I, I slowly got her into metal, and then, um, you know, she loves every all the stuff I do. Everything she loves, everything I do, and she uh, pushes me to do so. And um, they're all everyone in my family are constantly trying to push me to be better and do better. So I'm happy that they support that I have a good support system through the family. You know when your dad gets to hear the, like uh, the prog parts, he's probably going to be like, Oh, that's my son. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He listened to a couple songs, heard my voice and heard me singing and drumming and stuff. And uh, he was, he had a little cry. <laughs> so I, I made, I'm glad to make him proud. You know, it's pretty awesome. So you kind of just teased us there a little bit. You said you singing and stuff. Is this a new thing? Uh, no, I actually sang on, on, four songs on owls okay um at first i i got mad at myself for doing it but uh it got easier after a while you know and yeah and i am doing it on the new album a lot more so uh yeah is it is it difficult for you to do live to to sing and and also you know be blasting away and playing some gnarly drums yeah yeah, uh, in Hollow, I sing in the chorus uh, for on Owls. Yeah, because um, it's at two sixty, and I'm blast beating and singing <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> it's, uh, it it it's pretty hard, but you know, just practice makes perfect. So That's why they pay you the big bucks, dude? Trying <laughs> death metal bucks. Yeah, exactly. The the big death metal <laughs> bucks, as in three of them. Yeah, three whole dollars. Exactly. Here's your three dollars. Uh, <laughs> okay, man. Well, uh, okay. So you're wearing a, a band T-shirt. I'm assuming it looks like a metal T-shirt at least. Oh yeah. What uh, What was your first band T-shirt growing up? Oh wow. You remember? Mine was a No Doubt T-shirt from Target. So I can't be, you know, pretend like I'm too cool. Um. It's got to be like an in sync shirt. Cool. <laughs> you know, you'd probably get a bunch of money on Depop for that now. Probably yeah, I don't. I mean, that would be sick, but I don't have a shirt anymore. I got, I got into metal and just threw it all out. Um, I want to say, 
Oh yeah, I got a I got a Slipknot shirt. That was okay. that was one of my first shirts. I think I was in first grade. Wait, ninety nine. It came out in ninety nine. So that was like eight or nine. Uh, and I got a Slipknot shirt, and it uh, it's a, it had the Slipknot logo on the front, and on the back it said "Don't ever judge me." Yeah. And uh, I mean, at the time, I was like. What does that mean? Slipknot's cool. Let's do yeah. that. And then, um, it, yeah, it was because an old buddy uh, bought the CD and he got me into it. So, uh, and so, okay. So going forward, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, my I, my shirt got taken away because, uh, you know, parents. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was my first shirt. It was a Slipknot shirt. So First metal I, shirt, I guess. Being that you're a drummer... Um, I'm, I'm assuming you were probably very influenced by Joey, Joey Jordan. Absolutely. Slipknot. Uh, can yeah. you tell us uh, a bit about that influence, man? I'm, I'm sure, you know, he probably was maybe one of the most extreme thing you heard at, at a young age. For sure. Yeah. Cause I, I already heard, uh, my brother playing drums, uh, okay. playing in a thrash band and still does same band, uh, called psychosomatic. Cool. Um, yeah, and then seeing my dad play jazz and stuff. Uh, I mean, I, I was already, I already saw like extreme drumming through my brother, but then I saw videos online on like sickdrummer.com when that was first starting up and stuff. Uh, I saw Joey Jordison's solo video and a bunch of other videos, and I was like, how is he playing in a mask? How is he playing almost upside down and sideways and shit? And, uh yeah big big influence for sure well r.i.p joey jordison i just thought i would i would mention that since you mentioned uh slipknot there so um peace absolutely so um so you're in this you know very highly regarded metal band but i'm sure there's got to be some albums that you love that are not metal what's an album that you love (laughs) What's an album that you love that people might be surprised the guy from Rivers and Nile likes? Uh, let's see. Um, what is it? Currents by Tame Impala. I like that okay. album. Um, a little chill. A little chill stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shoot. I have a couple records over here. Let's see what else. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, that's cool. Tame Impala, Currents. It's good. Yeah. A uh, couple of Dr. Dre albums. Okay. Um, Thundercat. Yeah. I like, I like a lot of Thundercat. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, Foreigner. Okay. Some classic rock there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice, dude. I like it. Allison Chains. Yes. Yeah. From Seattle. Um, right on, man. Well, okay, so just a couple random questions before we let you go. Uh yeah. if you were magically to transport you into a UFC or WWE event and you had to come out <laughs> to the ring and you could choose your entrance music, what and it could be any cool. song, what would your entrance song be? Spheres of Madness by Decapitated. Like what are we doing here? That's that's pretty sick. Hate breed. What are we doing? That's a man? good. That's a good choice. 
Um, yeah, definitely WWE. Hanging out with with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Uh, probably people equals. Let's go the Slipknot route. People equals. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be the bad guy. <laughs> You'd be the heel. I like it. Oh man. Yeah. Right yeah. I'd go with that for sure. All right. Right on. All right, man. So my last question for you again, this is Jared from rivers of Nile. Uh, if you could pick a scar and show us, if you can pick a scar on your body, tell us the story of how you got the scar, man. Oh, okay. Um, well, you can't really see it. You might be able to. I have a scar on my eye right here. Oh, I can see Some, that. Yeah. Kind of. Well, I got, I was a kid. I think I was seven. I don't really remember. Um, but I was walking through my apartment complex and uh, this kid was playing with some toys and I asked if I could hang out with him and play with him. Um, and then uh, he's like, yeah, only for a couple minutes. So I just grabbed him and, you know, just hanging out with the dude first met. And he's like, all right, that's it. He's like, okay, uh, well, that's weird. And my other buddy was there and then he got all weird and I started running away cause it freaked me out. Yeah. Um, and it turns out the kid had a wrench with him. I don't know. This was living in Vegas. So okay. Vegas is weird. Uh, so I was running away and my friend was like, he's got a wrench and the kid threw the wrench and I turned around and it's hit me right here. Jesus. And I, I had a giant a gash like from the middle of my forehead down to my cheek here. And uh, I kind of like, I don't know, I passed out and then I woke up and there's blood all over my hands and I was freaking out. Um, and then my buddy's stepdad came out and saw everything and then picked me up and my parents came out because my mom had a weird feeling and they saw me just like all bloody and stuff like that. Uh, and it turns out the kid who threw the wrench, his mom was an herbalist and she put herbs on my face and okay. I didn't have to get it. Didn't have to get any stitches. Otherwise I'd have a giant scar, <laughs> but Holy I got, it looked like I, so I got made fun of in school cause it looked like I had poop on my face cause the herbs dried that way yeah. dried brown yeah um and i just kept them on didn't have to reapply or anything and like my scar kind of just disappeared whoa except right here because i yeah. picked at it because everyone's like oh you still have poop on your face ha, ha, ha. and uh yeah i got tired of it and picked it off <laughs> but did you, um did you ever get back at that kid no no, never. I never really saw him. So wherever yeah. you are, kid, that's messed up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Don't stop throwing wrenches, dude. Yeah, if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball, I guess. But I couldn't. I can't. I guess. <laughs> All right, Silly dodgeball court. Rivers of Nile new album coming out September twenty fourth on Metal Blade. It's called The Work. Yeah. Yeah, we're going on tour with Black Dahlia Murder, uh, After the Burial, Carnifex, and Undeath. Uh, That's right. I forgot about September that. Starting September 3rd, yeah. Yes, I forgot yep. about that. Seattle's already sold out. Yep, yep. A lot of those so shows are sold out. Yeah, I think it's uh, L.A., Austin, Seattle, Portland, and Denver. I think, the, yeah. 
So we'll see you there. Yeah. Hell yeah. Right on. Looking forward to the new Rivers of Nile. Thanks for the interview, man. Of course. Thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.